This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back. Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast covering the Las Vegas Raiders. Las Vegas Raiders who don't have a permanent head coach yet. And they don't have a general manager yet, but I'll tell you what, a good decision by you would be to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your audio. Also, we have our YouTube channel. You got to go up there, do us a favor, make sure you give a thumbs up to the video, but also subscribe to the channel. And most importantly, don't forget, hit the notifications bell. You can subscribe, but unless you hit that notifications bell, you'll never know when we have new videos. We're doing more shorts. We're doing shows here and going in the offseason. Mo and I, because we're only doing probably one, maybe at that most two shows a week during the summer or summer during the offseason summer. I'm already thinking about, it. you know why? Because it's four degrees outside um, is is we we will do some more live stuff. We want to interact with you guys. So we're going to set it up where we can have the chat rolling on the screen and make sure that we talk to you guys in real time um, on the YouTube channel. So make sure you go up there and do that as well. So we appreciate it. Mo Moten, he is my co-host. He is my friend. He is the senior NFL writer at Bleacher Report. Also, Raiders columnist at sportsnot.com. Follow him on x.com at Mo Moten, M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. And I am L.V. Gully Scalco Branson with you. All right, Mo, let's talk about this general manager hire. Um, first, I want to start with what you know. You, you and I and our buddy Evan from Just Pod Baby were going back and forth with some text messages yesterday about well, I should say that was probably early this morning, wasn't it? Anyway, we were talking about the committee. We finally found out Tashawn Reed did some great work through his sources at the NFL, credit to him, and got sort of, we hadn't heard anything about the hiring process, right, Mo? The, the Raiders kept it very, very close to the vest. We didn't know if they had a committee. Everybody's been asking, who's Mark Davis talking to? Who's influencing him? What's going on? So we finally get the list because of Tashawn's work, and there's a surprising name on there, a former Raider, a former dare I say it, Patriot, on that committee. Tell everybody who that was and give us your thoughts. Mr. Richard Seymour <laughs> was in the process, was sitting in, in the on the committee on the interview panel for the search process, Deshaun says, per a source. So it was Mark Davis, Sandra Douglas Morgan, a board member, a board member, a SVP director, and advisor Ken Harrock. Mm. A lot of people... We're like, oh, Ken Harrock. Mm, I don't like that. <laughs> and uh, Richard Seymour was in on the interview panel process. So, and Richard Seymour also had a post on the X where he was basically 
thanking Mark Davis and the organization for including him. And basically he's, ex- it sounds like he was accepting a new role. Now he didn't say right. what that role was. Right. I would, I, I don't think it's the GM role obviously, but I think he's going to be part of some, in some form of fashion, he's going to have some position within the front office. So Richard Seymour was part of that process. I don't know if you remember this, Scott, but remember after the last game of the season, after the Raiders beat the Broncos, there's a picture of the Raiders smoking cigars and Richard Seymour is in the middle of that photo. There are a bunch of Raider greats. Marcus Allen yep. was there. Charles Woodson was there. But r- there was one photo I saw where Richard Seymour is front and center in that photo. And I think he, I think Max Crosby's handing a cigar to someone. And he's basically standing in the middle. He's got like a, a sweater on with a shirt under it. Yeah. So it's clear and apparent that Richard Seymour is going to be part of the Raiders organization in some form or fashion. I just want to remind people. Just, just as a note, he is a former Patriot and also a former teammate of Tom Brady, who, by the way, is in business or doing business with Mark Davis. Yes. So connect the dots if on you want to. On several fronts. On several fronts. So just connect the dots if you want to. But I'm just saying, Richard Seymour, former Patriot, Tom Brady, former Patriot, they played together. They won together. One, one Super Bowl, one Super Bowl together. So there, there is some Patriot... Raiders synergy. So for the for the folks out there who go, ah, Patriots West, I can't stand it. The Patriots Raiders <laughs> pipeline is getting stronger by the day. Some people care, some don't care. I don't I, I don't mind, you know, whatever side you're on doesn't really matter to me, but I think it's yeah. just very interesting when you connect the dots that Mark Davis adding another former Patriot. Now Mark Richard Seymour also played for the Raiders, but he and had, had good years with the Raiders. Patriots he wasn't like a had, uh, right. This wasn't like a castaway. He, right. you know, had some tip-top years with the Raiders, still at the top of his game. But I find it interesting that another former Patriot with the Raiders, working with the Raiders organization. So the people who want to vomit, I think that's some, that's just something you're gonna have to deal with because <laughs> if Mark Davis is gonna be listening to Tom Brady, I would assume that the Patriots are just and the Raiders are just gonna be intertwined yeah. uh, in, in what the and what the Raiders are doing going forward. Well, yeah, and people who are like, oh, talk, keep Tom Brady away. Sorry, sorry, it's over. I mean, yeah, yes, his right, his ownership <laughs> piece of the Raiders has not been completed. We know that. But he owns the Aces with Mark Davis. He's part owner. So right. they're they're already deep, deep in business. He's not going anywhere. So just get used to that. But yeah, very interesting. That was the surprise when the list came out and, and Deshaun published the story. I was like, whoa, Richard that was Moore? interesting. <laughs> Right? What's we, going on we all, there? We all said like Richard Seymour. Yeah, it was like, it was like okay. Boop. But then you connected the dots. So yeah. when you sent the picture of them from the Super Bowl together, <laughs> I was like, "Hello." People lost their people lost their minds when I posted that photo. I know, I know. So <laughs> th- that's what's interesting. But they have concluded their interviews. And again, as I said, if you're listening to this early Tuesday morning. My guess is, and and I do have some folks that I know inside the building there who've told me to expect something this week. And it, those same folks completely guessing they're not they're going based on conversation around the place is that it's it's going to be Champ Kelly or Ed Dodds. Right. So one of those guys, they've also they also interviewed Kelly Klein, who, if hired, would be the first woman GM in the history of the NFL. Uh, among others. So you look at those and Mo, I really think based on everything that I've been told and everything we've heard from public reports and, and things that you've heard um, that it's going to be Champ Kelly or Ed Dodds. A lot of people want it to be both. 
We talked about um, um, back in November when I wrote a piece, Mark Davis should hire a president of operations, football operations. Tashawn Reed also wrote the same thing in December. So that type of position, maybe he does that. Maybe he doesn't. I think this is the same kind of folks. People want their cake and want to eat it too. They want Antonio Pierce. Some people want Jim Harbaugh and Antonio Pierce. Some people want Ed Dodds and Sam Kelly. It would be great if that worked out that way. I don't think it will. Those guys are going to, but who knows? We'll see. We'll see. What are you got a you got a prediction on this one? Scott, on I think it was Saturday. I said maybe it's wishful thinking, but I would like to see Ed Dawes and Champ Kelly in the general manager and president of operations, football yeah. operations roles. You know, there were some people who said that my idea was stupid because there's no way they're gonna work <laughs> together because of course they did. They both they they both want to be GM. So I said, Mo, you're dumb for that idea. But I'll say this. What if Champ Kelly – now, I heard Champ Kelly's interview with the Panthers went well. But let's say Champ Kelly feels he's not going to get a GM job anywhere else. And yeah. the Raiders say, well, look, we'll give you a, we'll give you the president of operation, football operations role. You'll be involved in, in crafting the draft class alone. You'll work with Ed Dodds. You'll be the liaison between Ed Dodds and Antonio Pierce because Champ Kelly has worked with Antonio Pierce already. Ed Dodds coming in. And you can kind of have like a three-man, ro- not rotation, but a three-man brain trust there. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No. And, and, and I think and, uh, Champ Kelly will continue to get interviews, but let's say he's not confident that he'll get one of those jobs. Right. Now, would he, would he rather go to another organization and, and be in the front office, or would you rather take a pay raise and be the football of operations with the Raiders, with the team you're familiar with, with guys you, you, know, you were involved with? drafting already like Tyree Wilson, right. Trey Tucker, Michael Mayer. So I, I think it's possible, again, maybe wishful thinking on my part, but I don't think it's a far-fetched idea. And you, you make a great point there that I didn't consider. And that is that it, it depends, you know, if you're Champ Kelly or you're Ed Dodds and in your blood, you really want to be the GM. You want to do the draft boards. Like you want to be that guy. Then I can see not taking a president of football but i would imagine that if you're the president of football operations you and the gm are working very closely together exactly and then not only that but i like the but as i said in my piece back in november i like the buffer if as long as mark davis allows it of course i like the buffer of having a guy or a woman who would be between the gm and the owner and and then you could say to the gm hey listen i'll handle mark i'll handle all that stuff the convincing the cajoling the whatever i gotta do whatever mark demands you just worry about getting the best talent we can to win a freaking super bowl okay so so i'll be that i like that i now some people wouldn't like that it depends on the individual so whether ed dodds or champ kelly would be open to that is the big question mo and i didn't Mm -hmm. think about it before you put it that way so thank you for that but i do think that both of those guys i advocated for champ kelly to get the job internally i don't do that very often but i did because i just think that i think he's ready i really do think he's ready but I also like Ed Dodds, and Ed Dodds has a great reputation. I have a good friend who used to coach football at UNLV who worked with him down at University of Texas at Kingsville. So I got the whole background on him, and uh, it seems like an exciting guy, somebody who would bring, I think, a lot of professionalism, a lot of experience, a lot of success to that front office. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. 
We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. I had one comment that said, well, neither Ed Dodds or Champ Kelly have any experience. And I'm like, no one's well, Hire Antonio born. Pierce. Right, but but no one's, no one's born with experience. We're all... No. We're all at some point we we all work hard to get an opportunity. Right. Right. So I just said no one is is born is, with experience. And I don't want to go off on a tangent here, but I remember being in the job market right out of college and all of these jobs were like, you need experience, you need experience. So I'm like, well, somebody has to give the experience. Everyone's looking for experience. Right. But at some point, some somebody has to give the experience for people to get it is yes. what was my point is. So. With Ed Dodds and Champ Kelly, as you said, I think I think they're both ready to be GMs. Mm-hmm. They've been part of of organizations. They Champ Kelly. Now people can say what they want about the draft class, but at the end of the year, after the Raiders moved on from Josh McDaniels, you start to see flashes from this year's draft, last year's draft class. Yes, you start to see guys start to blossom a bit. So I, I think with Champ Kelly and Ed Dodds, of course, I'm sure they both want to be GMs. But I think if you put them both together and, and if you're worried about their inexperience, I think together as football minds, they can get the job done. It, it, I would say they can't they can't be any worse Mark than Mark Davis. Mark Davis is not a bright football mind. Business wise, yes. Got the Raiders to Vegas. He's making he's printing money. Fine. But when it comes to <laughs> the on the field product, I like you, I think that you need a football mind in there for president of football operations, football who's scouted players and understands traits, skill sets, and stuff like that. Ed Dodds and and Champ Kelly can fill that role. No doubt about it. And Ed Dodds is a lifelong football guy. I mean, from from the time he was in high school, all the way, he's worked in small college, he's all that stuff. So he is what we used to call in basketball, Mo, a gym rat, right? He's he's just lives, breathes, everything is football. So I don't think they can make a bad choice, honestly. Uh, with this GM uh, situation, I think I think that they can if if it's one of those two guys. If they go outside of that, I don't know. I don't know the other candidates as well. But to me, this is the most important hire. I know the coaching thing is a big deal, and people are all uh, in uproar over that. But really, you're forgetting about the GM. The GM with the way the Raiders have wasted drafts for the last mm-hmm. eight years. You can't. That's why they. That's why they haven't made the playoffs. That's why they they come up short is because they haven't been able to develop talent. And in today's NFL, most valuable thing is rookie contracts, players who contribute on rookie contracts. You got to have it. Okay. And you, this year you got to go get a quarterback. It's a, it, to your point about this year being so pivotal, 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 pivotal <laughs> Mo is you got to go get that quarterback. You And I don't know that they, they, I don't know that they can get in the top three in the draft. So if they can't get in the top three in the draft, then what you need some smart people there to make the right choices to set this team up for success. Right. And, and that's what I said on Sunday. I was like, we're all bickering and arguing about this head coaching decision. Mm. The Raiders drafts have been underwhelming for the most part. They have to nail the general manager position because that's going to be the guy yes. that's going to be crafting their, their rookie classes going forward. And one of the things the Raiders have, as I said, struggled with is, is getting an impact rookie class in to make, to make contributions right away. Yeah. So I think this general manager position is just as important, if not more important than the head coaching position, because you can hire a good head coach, but if your general manager is is bringing in players who aren't ready to contribute or are going to be bust, does it matter? And then you know what's going to happen? People 
we're going to blame the general manager, not to say, oh, well, we, <laughs> our draft stink, you know. But uh, yeah. like, like I said, I, I think Ed and we both agree on this. I think both Ed Dodds and Champ Kelly are bright football minds. I would just hope that they're both somehow involved. I know, again, I know that's probably wishful thinking because Champ Kelly has gone on some interviews. But again, I don't think it's a far-fetched idea simply because if he does not get the job somewhere, if he doesn't get a general manager job elsewhere, I, I, I think he would be open to coming back and, and being part of the Raiders organization front office if Ed Dobbs, of course, is okay with it. Yes, yes. And I think that's the point, too. It's It's really interesting because... We will be in a time where if the Raiders don't succeed, if, if you if you love Antonio Pierce and the Raiders don't succeed, it will be someone else's fault. If Antonio Pierce succeeds and the Raiders fail to get a quarterback, it's going to be the GM's fault. Like there's going to be all the, this blaming kind of stuff. And really, at the end of the day, it's an organizational piece, which is general manager, head coach. Everybody works together. And so if it fails... It's everybody. It's and just like when they succeed, it's everybody too. Yes, you got to give Antonio Pierce his flowers for the job he did going five and four. No question. But I'm sitting there going, whoa, there's a guy, he, he kind of what's his name? Patrick. Oh, yeah, Patrick Graham. Yeah. He kind of <laughs> runs the defense. <laughs> what about him? Nobody's asking for Patrick uh, Graham to be the head coach. Maybe that should have been something to talk about. Now, I know he doesn't have the personality of Antonio Pierce and all that kind of stuff. But Patrick Graham did an amazing job as well. So you have to give credit. And that's the thing as a leader. And I'll end this segment on this one, Mo. As a leader, I don't care if you lead a factory that produces widgets or you lead a restaurant or you lead a business that's an insurance agency. Leadership means you own everything. It means that when it succeeds, great. You put your people out front and, and you, put the, you, put the, uh, you put the microscope on them and say, hey, yeah, I'm here to get everybody together and and sure, thank you. But you know what? It's this person, that person. That's how we succeed. When you fail, you say, it's me. I take responsibility. So I don't care if you're a defensive coach or an offensive coach. If the offense fails, doesn't matter. You can't absolve yourself of it because you're, you're a defensive guy or because you didn't coach the offense. It's not how it works. So success is a group effort. But leaders, the people who are put into leadership positions, like a head coach, like a GM, they have to own the outcomes no matter where the breakdown happens. So you got to remember that uh, in the NFL. And that's why sometimes NFL coaches get fired because they didn't make moves on their staff, right? They didn't get their offense fixed and their offensive guy didn't work out. And because they have a relationship, maybe they give them a year too long and then guess what happens? They get fired, <laughs> right? So those are all things to consider when you're looking at success in the NFL. All right. We're going to step aside when we come back. We will close out the show. We'll just get into a hodgepodge of stuff. We'll talk a little more about lying season two, just so you guys don't get too upset about stuff. Uh, but we are Silver and Black today. We are an Odyssey original podcast, and we are going to be back right after these words. Take care. 